something really um, beautiful about talking about um, marital movies with your marital person. <laughs> this is Michael Benson, and this is the show Top Notch Nonsense. That's how I'm going to open the show these right now. The two movies we are watch that we wa- that are for this episode today are um, uh, one is a problematic favorite, and one will be could be a problematic favorite in thirty years. The two movies are, and they actually went strange. They strangely had more in common than I was expecting them to have oh, in yeah? common, or at least for me. The movies today we're going to be talking about are. Woody Allen's Husbands and Wives from 1992 and Olivia Wilde's sophomore effort, Don't Worry Darling. In September of 1992, here were the movies that were released. El Mariachi, Live Wire, Bob Roberts, something we're going to do for the pod as well. Sneakers, Hellraiser 3 came out this month. Oh my. Teamster Boss. Oh, God. Oh, that looks awful. A movie called Peter's Friends. That looks fucking awful, too. Captain Ron also oh came out gosh. this fucking weekend, the same weekend as Husbands and Wives. And the movie Singles from Cameron Crowe. Oh, yeah. Mr. Saturday Night came out this month. A movie called Sunstroke with uh, Jane Seymour on the front. Hmm. Mm. Innocent Blood, uh, and a movie called Miracle Beach, which means it, which looks a lot, very much like up your alley as far as like really, th- it looks like another 60s throwback. It's fucking aw- Oh my God. Miracle Beach. Oh shit. Anyway. <laughs> well, Miracle, there's no, uh, it's not a real miracle. Anyway, so. Let uh, let's uh, let's start let's start with this thing. Um, throughout the, uh, I think this is probably his best thing that he's done. I really like this, and I uh, I because a lot of his stuff is not it is pretty repetitive and pretty awful. But I think he's getting at some interesting stuff here. I was super surprised by how documentary. Feet, how much it felt like a legit documentary. Yeah, with with the handheld camera work and the um the interview yeah. scenes, yeah. The uh it, and this has a wonder this has a pretty great cast. He always gets he's always you he always got a really good cast. First of all, let's get into it. He's a bad, disgusting weirdo. Yeah, we do not support fucker. Woody Allen. No, we're just watching something he made. The uh we don't support him financially. I got this very cheaply. No from a uh something else anyway but uh uh yeah the uh it it feels very uh feels very handheld feels very natural it feels like very chaotic judy davis is giving like a performance of a lifetime i she was nominated for the oscar didn't win but she was nominated this it really delves deep into what we uh about how husbands and wives and how relationships can be codependent and frustrating and how you don't re- how things are not always clear as they should be how how some people can misinterpret and um i just it, it but you know it, uh, the main thing all i said it during uh during the i think i mentioned this during the movie as well as like uh, a while ago i was always 
fascinated by Woody Allen when I was a kid. I thought he was <laughs> – I really thought that he was like, ooh, what is this kind of worried guy who talks about how much he's worried and, you know, neurotic and, you know, worried about getting a lady, and yet the lady still kisses him. That's weird. And I was really young. I didn't understand. He also – he wrote the movie. He wrote these characters to yes. be like, oh, you know. I don't know why I like it so much. I just, I like you so much. You're just so interesting. The whole, you know, and if you can get past that, how's he going to do that? I want to be with you. Why are you think It's so, anyway, so the, 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 the plot, the overall plot is basically saying, hey, okay, we're uh, are, are about two couples, Judy Davis and Sidney Pollack and Mia Farrow and, Woody Allen and um, uh, you know, Woody Allen found a way to, uh, as a fifty-eight-year-old, kiss a nineteen-year-old named Juliette <laughs> Lewis in in a very weird thing. That was un- that was super uncomfortable. There's some really uncomfortable, uh, kind of uh, weird, un- you know, disturbing scenes. Knowing what you know, this was also made in 1992 this was also the last film that Mia Farrow did yes. with uh w- with Woody her. yeah after uh, with Woody about everything and it um it really because of his problematic emotions because of what he was doing it makes the uh, the art that he was making much more interesting much sharper it seems the most uh it, it I don't think he realizes how authentic a lot of that movie is probably about who he is and how he acts prob- or how he acted with Mia it felt so um it felt so uh, it, like they it didn't feel because it's shot like a documentary it felt very real it felt very yeah, real really, it felt really like good. you were in that s- situation especially he's doing he's taking some things from uh, Jonathan Demi Jonathan Demi's uh thing usually was showing a lot of uh major close-ups and mm-hmm. just show and just doing that and there's a lot of major there's a lot of talking in the camera a lot of major close-ups there's a lot of handheld so it feels like it's a regular it feels like a legit documentary is following these two yeah, characters you, just, you feel like you're in the room with them while stuff is happening and while all, all these very uncomfortable things are happening while all these problematic things this is prop i've never seen sydney pollock play this type of fucking neurotic and desperate douchebag before. Yeah. I've never seen him play this, so I thought that was really awesome. And also, sweetheart Liam Neeson, of all the fucking things, yeah, being a young ne- Liam Neeson just, you know, referencing fucking Donald Trump about how you know, we don't like fucking dilders from the 1990s. There's a lot of interesting... It, the squabbling between all of these all of these characters feels so authentic in ways that it is real that it's impressive that you know that this of how this movie was put together and how it was pulled off and uh it, despite it, him being an awful awful person awful people can make great art and can do you know uh, can make interesting and provocative art and this is if you're going to see one of or like one Woody Allen movie this kind of like succinctly you know, expresses how problematic he actually is as a human Mm. coming from his point of view. Not every, not every, and of course there's like, they're into Mahler. Yeah, all the characters are into, you know, old, old, uh, 
old music, old music. Classical music. Classical music. I need to, I meant to say classical music. But yeah, overall, overall, I, the performances are really what make this, Yeah, they're very, very naturalistic. Very naturalistic. And the whole thing is very, even, even when they're being over the top with their emotions and stuff, it's still, because Judy Davis is really going like, I don't like that. That's bullshit. I don't like that type of, I hate that type of furniture. I hate that. I thought it. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, she was anyway. a bit of an insufferable character, but you still sort of root for her. Is sort of, and you because a lot. I you know maybe it's just because they're so well written or whatever. Yeah. But I felt like I, I I know people. I know a lot of people like that. I know not a lot of people. I know people like this that were like that are in this type of that were in this movie. I know people characters that were in this movie. I've. I know them. I know people like that in real life, and they are not fun to be around. Um, <laughs> anyway, over. Uh, but overall, it was uh, it was quite it, it was quite fascinating. It wasn't it wasn't an awful movie. We usually do fucking weird, awful movies, but this had enough weirdness because of what we know, because of the psychology and where he was, you know, in at the at this time. So he does. This and then Manhattan Murder Mystery, which I still think is okay. Bullets Over Broadway, then My Identity, and then Everyone Says I Love You, then Deconstructing Harry. So he did one every single – he did one every year, and that's why – that's not before we even knew any of the fucking disgusting other than him, like, dating his adopted Asian Delta. Is, I don't know why I say it like yeah, that. Yeah, don't, that, don't say maybe it like don't that. Do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, cut that out, fucker. No, adopt his adopted Asian daughter, and uh, that was that wasn't uh, that wasn't um, ideal. But it's uh, this uh, while he was he was in the relationship when this movie came out. So I'm just imagining uh, imagining the type of I don't know, you know. I just want to let. What did you think of the movie, young lady? Who's my daughter? Anyway, oh. but disgusting. And uh, I just thought that there was even an SNL skit with oh Dana Carvey God, really? and uh, and um, Phil Hartman. And Phil Hartman plays Saint Frank Sinatra, and they meet outside oh. of the oh, outside of the movie uh, outside of the movie theater and have a little bit of like a tut a tut, which is hilarious. Phil Hartman playing. Frank Sinatra and Dana Carvey playing, doing oh, this uh, fucking. <laughs> you should cut that, that into this. That's that. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna do. We could do. We could possibly do that. Yeah, but it was. Um, yeah, it's a it's a very uh, problematic movie. Just watching it, but it's very well. It's well what, put together. Go what ahead. do you find problematic about this? Well, not no problematic about the figure, not necessarily the movie, but it's uh, the um, sense it. It illustrates broken and fragile and fucked up relationships with people that they should not be together. There's that uh, there's there's scenes in this that I that kind of jump out at me about the, how the super young girl got really drunk at the party when she's talking about nothing but horoscopes and shit like that. And he's, yeah, he has to she's with take like, her out. I knew that you you Scorpio, you would be a fucking asshole. Yeah, she's with all his, dark. you know. 40 something intellectual and friend. she's like 23 and he's and in she's, a robotics and she, yeah instructor. and she's anyway. just really crunchy and talking about woo woo stuff and like she was fine but once he made her leave she started freaking out and it's, yeah and it, you knew that you were like oh gosh this is horrible and it's just 
What I thought was kind of crazy is she kept yelling, like, help, help, which he just wanted her to get back in the car. He yeah. was being, I think, a little too physically forceful. But she kept yelling, help, help. She did it twice, and no one came out of the house. No one did. Like, they were all, I remember that the scene, they're all, look, they're all in the house. They're all watching the entire fucking thing. If you could see in the background, they're all watching yeah. from the house, looking at this insanity, just going insane. We don't want to tell you too much how it ends. Woody Allen doesn't get with anybody at the end. He doesn't. He be, he's single at the end of the movie. Yeah, a fifty-eight he's the, year old. He's the only one. Only one that ends up without a partner. A partner, which as he probably should have. And mm-hmm. anyway, but um, not only in the movie, whatever. But uh, it, you know, Juliette Lewis's uh, name character's name is Rain. Yeah. And he gets really get. She he wants her affection adoration but not any real any criticism afterwards yeah which is when, also a when thing. she starts pushing back on the book he gets really like really i defensive. thought you were gonna like you liked you told me you liked it and now you're just saying the other thing which is your criticizing you're saying all these things so but earlier you said it was a great book you said it was a great book and now you're saying it's but what wrong. she was everything she was saying what was totally it? valid she was yeah you know she's only supposed to be about 20 i think i think um, yeah, the twenty first birthday happens, and that's when they quote unquote kiss. Yeah, but what fucking... she's saying is like things like you know I'm a little bit disturbed by your attitudes toward men and women, and as a mature thinker, do you really think it makes sense to you know be you know, basically be so reductive about things? And then she drops the fucking Nazi uh, movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that that I. I didn't know what to think about that. Well, it's uh, written by Woody Allen, so yeah, but a not. There's just, a at one point, you know, when she's criticizing his book, she says, "Yeah, but Triumph of the Will was a great movie, but we can still criticize its ideas." What and are I'm you like, talking about? Is it a great movie? Is it? I don't. <laughs> was, I don't know. When was the last time you saw? it? I've never seen it. Is I know, it considered no. a great? Film? No, I have never seen it either. I don't watch that, Nazi. That I don't line kind of kind of tripped me out a little bit. Well, yeah. Now you know it's a fucking Woody Allen movie. He's, he's He's probably at least seen it twice. The thing is, is that it's, and he, yeah, uh, that's what his character it probably it, a lot in real life is like too. He's like, I want, I know, I, I want the right and then just ooh, tell I, me I'm awesome. Just tell me I'm awesome. Don't, don't criticize me. I'm just doing. It. Okay, now I'm sorry. And, and she, and she, he even right. says, you know, well, like I'm supposed to take criticism take criticism from a 20-year-old twit. And it's like, first of all, you asked her for your criti- for criticism. Yeah. Um, she's one of your students. Which so you is also not yeah, really cool. Yeah, so you cool, shouldn't be hanging out been... with her socially anyway. as much. And you're constantly praising her work, so she must have some idea what she's talking about. And also, if it was completely invalid, it wouldn't be bothering you this much. Yeah, exactly. And you would have just moved on. But, you know, she's Juliette Lewis. She's a worldly lady. She's got enough for a novel and a an opera and maybe even a movie you know she's having sex with all these men or they're all yeah, obsessed she, with yeah, her ron rifkin and all these others yeah she had I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just two other um paramours who are in their 40s so that's just really like going mm, who are in their 40s not they're not 58 like woody allen is here is he, he's 58, he's 58 in oh this gosh, movie. It, when this movie was filmed, he's 58 years old. Oh, so That's gross. so it's it, it's even her. a bit of yeah. It's a bit of, but uh, and then she makes out with De Niro a year later. Er, earlier, a year earlier. So. But that uh, uh, you know about that story, right? 
is that she she uh, is like she thought it was like amazing and like I can't believe I'm kissing Robert De Niro and then Marty and Robert De Niro both looked at her like what the fuck are you talking about this is not supposed to be a cool thing that we're doing he's supposed to be a bad guy and they look at her quizzically being like you shouldn't okay you know, that you're actually, more going in the room that might have been why she was so good in that role though i mean i think she was like like 18 or 19 playing like 15, 15 but she still had that sort of childlike innocence about like wow this old guy wants to make out with me I mean, that's what made but that was that what role. makes that movie even more cr- another uh, we sh- that's another thing down the line after another thing but when we i would like to rewatch that eventually yeah, down the line really, but it's, yeah, it's, really it's good. and that's another really disturbing creepy fucked but, up but it's movie. like that's why grooming works is because mm. young people especially young girls they get this sort of starstruck thing about like wow you want me and it's just like don't don't be flattered it's not good but at, at that age it's just kind of hard to feel differently hey abigail do you want to go with me to a party on the upper east side we'll meet a guy named jeffrey he has a lot of money Michael. and he's such a wonderful guy and we like him so much oh. i spent a lot of time with it we're gonna go to a one then we can go to a movie afterwards and we'll have a good time i've been to that apartment well, not inside. Not inside. Fact, don't sit. We've been to that apartment. No, no, we walked- we've been to that apartment. Walked- it's not as great as Woody Allen was saying. No, no uh, we walked- it's all board. It's all boarded up uh, now. Yeah. We walked past. Knock, it. knock, knock. Um, but no, it's it's just. You did want to knock. Yeah, I did. Knock. I, I, and also, I don't. I don't want to be face to face with a pedophile's brother. Anyway. Um. Uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah, there was a um, there. Uh, he likes to do the self. It, it's interesting that he also wrote he wrote the monologue that Juliette Lewis is criticizing yeah. him for, which is interesting enough that he knows enough that he's uh, about how fucking disgusting and, and some his of his was ideas even are. About how much he had a love hate relationship with the novel, and he had so many problems with it. And it's like, okay, you have problems with it. Yeah. you're having a problem with her having problems. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so shut up. Anyway, there there's um. What what are some other really good things? Mia is really good in yeah, this. Yeah, she's great. Not she's, uh, she's great, great in everything, everything, but you know, especially we saw her in that fucking TV show of, with Ryan the Murphy, Watcher. Yeah. The Watcher, which is getting a second season. Oh, good. And uh, I don't know what they're gonna, how they're gonna fucking do that. But all right, another family, another whatever. But um, or another idea, but whatever. But um, it was uh, it was it, yeah. Mia's really good in this. She's a, a very. It, the other the other male characters are calling her really passive aggressive, but I couldn't really see yeah, it all that much. I, I didn't I didn't see it either. She seemed pretty genuine to me. Well, That's the whole great. It was just her first husband kept saying that. Yeah, but uh, it, but afterwards, doesn't it didn't know the Woody Al- the Gabe character I Woody Young character? I, I, no, from- I didn't see it. Like the first hus- her first husband character kept saying, like you know, she gets what she wants. She keeps saying, no, no, you don't have to do this, but she always gets what she wants, and it's like. Well, that's not her being passive aggressive. That's the men just doing, choosing to do it. Yeah, and also just fucking relax. And it's just anyway. There's a lot of um, insightful I, looks at male ego and male frailty and mm-hmm. male, you know, you, fucking you problem, fr- problematic bullshit. Yes, fr- fragility. Fragility? Fragility. fragility, 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 fragility. I love all the words. The um. But the uh, the main thing that jumps out to me is that the fights felt so real. Yeah, they did. They felt so visceral. They felt intense. It kind of fucking freaked me out a little tiny bit. But uh, yeah, it, it's 
it, if you're going to watch one Woody Allen movie in your lifetime, I don't know. Maybe that probably this probably this one. Not Manhattan. Um because that's not that's not fun to watch. Uh that's not good anymore. That does not age well. From what I've heard, I haven't seen it in years, but I read enough. Anyway, oh, but that's the one with Muriel Hemingway. Yeah. 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 And where that the where the Roman yeah. So, um and that's also Meryl's also in that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh but there are you know, he had a he has some good runs. He has some you know, bad bad terrible ones. It's just I like to I'll bring it up and it'll be a couple months till this comes out. But anyway, I I uh at this was I think this was the uh, time when I think my dad was a Woody Allen film, uh, fan, and then he found out the thing about the Sunyi oh, and everything, yeah. and it kind of it kind of fucked with his head, and and, that's when you were and a turned him off. And you wanted to no, no, that's not when I was a teenager, but no, I was ninety two. I was born, so I no, it, but I was saying that's when you were a teenager and you wanted to trick your dad. And when I found out that it, when he it divulged that idea that hey, I stopped watching Woody Allen in 1992 because of the whole, you know, fucking having sex with your adopted daughter or dating your adopted daughter, even though you wasn't really... Oh, she's not my daughter! We have no... Account. Shut up. But, or whatever. And so that's when he turned I, himself I do, off. I do think wasn't Mia with Previn at the time? Yeah, no, it's all bullshit, but it's still weird. It's, it's just still very... Weird. It's, it's very, weird. very... Hey! Yet, still together! Love has happened! I... Can't, I, I or she is submissive as an Asian. I, mean, I don't know. Or but some kind of Stockholm syndrome, syndrome. Or they're happy. We don't know. I don't know. I'd like to, you know, whatever. But um, we're, uh, worth my time. It's just a, I, I enjoy it. I don't know if I'll rewatch it anytime soon, but whatever. But uh, here we go. Um, let's go to the next movie. This was fucking awesome. This was awesome in a bad way, dude. Well, this is, I don't this know. Is... I don't. I I'm kind of conflicted about this movie. I mean, so am I. It I'm wasn't fucking... bad. I was really intrigued at first. It just didn't seem to have much of much of a payoff. And it, it, the payoff was uh, it was on the nose, obvious, and just it it just. Didn't, they liked, didn't land the plane well. They crashed it, kind of. Yeah, I would have liked to know more anyway. more about... We're talking about Don't Worry Darling. Yes, we are. And, and that's from this year, right? That's from this year. From this, I mean, it came out last month. Yeah. So this is happening... I, I, I get what she's trying... She's trying to talk about misogyny. She's trying to talk about, you know, male power, patriarchy. She's trying to talk about all these fucking toxic male things... In a context that makes a lot of sense, fifties, you know, sci-fi, yeah. whatever, uh, and you know, have have it I mean, be. It's basically have... incel simulation. That's the that's yeah. the that's the reveal. That's the big whatever. And I, I mean, but the ob- but the references are so obvious and so in your face yeah. that it it kind of turned that uh, good portions of this movie where they were just like, this is the ooh, I'm showing you referencing a better movie referencing another better movie referencing another better movie yeah you know, like just, with, with the dollhouse band yeah dollhouse band it, uh, the, the whole of course stepford uh, stepford yeah, wise of doing just... this uh, one of them uh, you know olivia choosing to fucking do the uh, uh, to be in this simulation because she wants to have her children but that even when that was said at the last third of the movie, she wasn't really paying any attention to her 
digital son and daughter while she was in the digital simulation. If you are in it, in it you would think he would want to be playing it with some more, but it's Florence Pugh, the main character, who is like having a good time with those digital children who are not real. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. The other character, just she just seems to be kind of hanging out, shopping, drinking. I mean, I'm not saying that couldn't be a great life. Yeah, it's, oh it's my god. all right to me. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, she's right. not. She's not really doing. We don't really see her having a lot of mommy time. So, what have you? Oh, and that the scene where she's um, Florence Pugh is trapped in between. She's cleaning the window, and then the window keeps moving closer to the um, to the back wall with all the pictures are, and she like is getting suffocated and stuck. That really made me think of the yellow wallpaper. You know, there's a lady trapped in the walls. Yeah, I could be reading too much into it. No, no, that no, I uh, no, I don't think you're reading too much into it. I think. Because these references are so blatant yeah. and obvious, I think they're put in there for put in there for a reason. Yeah. She, uh, Olivia, really wanted to make a statement, and uh, she certainly did. The supporting cast is great. I love um, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll, my fucking he's favorite. Like, he's, he's like barely. In, I mean, he's all, like almost barely in this, but, but he's he really made, it up the entire and time. And he makes it every single scene, even when he tries to intimidate the brand new guy. The, who has oh, a wife yeah. named Violet and his name is Bill. He's like, you should be happy that you were invited to Chris Pine's backyard. All right? <laughs> God damn it. Chris Pine is Chris Pine. He is the fucking master of the Victory Corporation and this whole way of life. So you should be proud and happy and humble to be in the fucking, you know, I'm not saying the lines, and he but was that's really basically... Good. They didn't give him a whole lot to do. I... Yeah, they really didn't, but that's okay. It's it's fine. It's I I uh, it, again. Uh, other people have said this is like a Twilight Zone. You but know, it was too long. It was again too long. This could have been for a, a forty-five minute or even an hour and a half. This didn't need to be over just over two hours. Yeah, they kept giving us glimpses of things. We saw um, a lot of the the Busby Berkeley um, sort of numbers, which were in black and white, and the ladies doing, you know... But, but why Busby Berkeley? That's not entirely cleared up yeah, entirely. I mean, the first couple times, it was, like, it's neat to look at, and then when they when the characters um, in the blonde wigs actually get in your face and their faces are all fucked up, it's it's disturbing and creepy and interesting, but there's no payoff for that. We don't, we no, don't yeah. really find out. There's stuff that, that this needed to be either 40 minutes, you know, cut from this or 40 minutes longer because there's stuff, there's stuff in this that needed to be paid off that wasn't whatsoever. Yeah, we kept getting bits and pieces, but it wasn't enough to be like... Like, it's like, okay, fine, I do want to know what's going on, but it's like, you, you needed to give a little bit a little bit more. Like, when they started doing the backstory, I think if that started happening earlier, yeah, that might have been helpful. There, there and, are those sharp, short cuts, those fast cuts, of, and we're bearing, barely... Uh, that she, have, she took from fucking Fight Club of, like... Uh, we're oh, seeing the yeah. like little glimpses of like what the past is that she's a a fucking a, a legit hardcore surgeon doctor in her real life when she is not under the fucking spell of this mm-hmm. fucking uh, of like being in a fucking incel si- simulation type of thing not or incel adjacent simulation this could be used for incels or not but just as like hey it's now the you know, to make his life easier and make his life better so he feels more important. Well, well it's like, Harry yeah, feels yeah, more he's, important. He's Harry Styles and all the 
the other husbands, they feel powerless in the real world, so they live in this, you know, 1950s world bullshit where thing. they can feel important. Which is not... It, but again, the whole... It's all BS. It's not real. So what's the fucking... Anyway. Uh, Chris Pine is incredible in this. He really is playing a dashing... Uh, uh, like a L. Ron Hubbard, Jordan P- Peterson adjacent fucking dude who is who really wants to control what women think and how they think yeah, and how they know. fucking well it uh, no not is enti- that character actually doing anything to anybody or are the, these men are volunteering yeah the men are vo- yes the men so are volunteering but he's supposed to be the he, bad guy but he's not really doing much yeah you know when when you know during the dinner scene she's like He's controlling us. He's trying to keep us here. He's he might be poisoned. And he the says, food. "Go on, yeah." Yeah, and he's not doing any of that. And he's himself. Uh, not uh, not directly. Not but, directly. No. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's just kind of a he's just an Elon Musk. Yeah. yeah, a real Elon Musk. Like uh, other people can do the horrible things. I'm fine with it. You know, I, I'm not I'm not in favor of it, and I'm not not in favor. Well, of he's it. like, yeah, I'm letting this exist so that it can happen and so i can make money off of it because you're paying because these guys these dudes that want to live like it's 1956 just uh are paying money to be part of this community of uh, simulation where they will feel powerful and women will feel like fucking horseshit or where women will not have to worry and they can live a easy life where we won't have to make any actual choices. But the whole point is, is that we don't know because Florence Pugh's character, the main character, didn't ask for this. She, I don't think she really asked for this. No, asked she for didn't. This. So she that's didn't, the whole fucking point of the fucking she was thing that it's it. really fucking, that's and, why I thought... You know, the whole point of feminism is choice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having choices that. taking away from you is... That not good. Anti-feminist. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. But, you know, I would have liked to see, like, okay, so the men, they not only leave the house every day, they have to leave the simulation every day. Okay, what do they do? I wanted to they see- all, They're on their fucking computers, fucking uh, doing the engineering for that company. Yeah, I wanted to see a little bit of that. I, I wanted to see, do they go out into the real world ever? How do these people eat if they're just in bed? In and is the real world this, uh, the real world that we're in here, here? And there, there just was a lot of um, unanswered, unanswered questions that could have been hinted at or they could have, uh, Olivia could have showed, not told about like what, uh, more about this company. If she, it, when they, when she was looking at those files and they were all fucked up, I think there could have been a way where they could have gone into a very specific uh uh, uh, like where she could have gone and found a drawer where it wasn't blacked out or something like that. I, I don't know. I mean, it just I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't like... need to be spoon fed the entire thing. Yeah, no. But didn't. it just, it just, there was just not enough payoff for how long this was, and you and, know, just the, and the, the pay- intrigue wasn't strong enough for the payoff. It, yeah, and the pay, yeah, and the payoff wasn't. I didn't feel paid off. I felt like what the. F- no, fucking, we're doing the Matrix. Great, fantastic. Okay, yeah. Incel Matrix, fantastic. I don't, care. whatever. Who cares? I mean, fine. Just it, just it, it didn't feel invent. It didn't feel good. It's like it's like just watch, just watch the Stepford Wives or read the book. Or, um, that is to say, watch the original one from the seventies, not the remake. There or it, no, <laughs> you know what? The the remake is a lot of fun. <laughs> It, it, it is fun. It is, is fun. That is a lot of fun. Fucking Nicole Kidman. But uh, I just... I I 
I don't know. It it's shot it's shot beautifully. It looks everyone great. everyone's playing in a really the good costumes are great. It looks performances. It looks wonderful. The, it really the does look like I'm in nineteen fifty six. And uh I, Harry, I was not expecting you know uh, not that they're Harry is doing a lot, but he's pretty serviceable as a Yeah, eh. he's he's solid enough. And uh he wanted to be British in the simulation, but he's a American in yeah, real life. Yeah, that was a little bit interesting. And that was interesting. Uh, I don't know why you would and he's he could barely tell it's an American at whatever. He barely says anything when you're outside yeah. of the whole thing when the reveal happens. And that it there's some disturbing stuff putting the women under fucking like to make sure that they're sedated and not wanting to break out of this. Yeah. And that 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 was unnerving. The fucking eyes with the eye, the eye, the another fucking Kubrick clockwork yes. fucking thing. Yes. So that fucking yeah, it's just I I don't know. Maybe I've seen too many good movies that when something is trying to ape so many so actually many really things, great yeah. amazing five star movies that when you get something that is just trying to be something better, it's just reminding me of better movies I want to watch rather than. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I. Uh, but more power to her. Despite all the drama, despite you know her, you know canoodling with Harry. I mean, Harry's a handsome dude. I'm not saying he's not, but you know. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's not my type, but he's very much. He's very much that type of handsome dude. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I see. I don't see why you would stop doing your job and maybe canoodle away while Florence Pugh has to take care of some shit. That's she a, carried this entire thing. She so carried this yeah. entire thing. She is a goddamn superstar, yeah, she and she's going to be she's going to be the next big material. fucking huge fucking yeah. thing. She if she isn't already, she's got another movie coming out already on Netflix right now. Nice costume, believable, wonderful costume drama called the wonder and harry ha- also has a movie coming out this year called my policeman it's just they the both the two leads also have be- supposedly better movies rather than this movie that we watched uh. <laughs> anyway well that's what we're doing that's we're what watching, we're doing a whole we're real fucking uh, uh problematic weird bad horseshit anyway but um any i mean like Anyway, I, uh, there was some. Yeah, I, I, I liked it overall. I liked it fine, but it's. I just wish it would have been a little bit more concise and um, little. I wanted a little bit more background. And I want to see if she felt pressure to edit. I would like to see if she takes another swipe at this at, for editing for the DVD, or if there's a different cut mm. of this. If she felt pressure, if there's like a three hour a or a two hour and forty minute cut that. Or a more shapely, I'd like to see a more shapely hour and 47 minute movie of this movie mm. rather than the two and a half, two hour and just over two hours. I think that ne- this needed a little bit more work and a little bit uh, in the editing room because oh, it didn't yeah. really, it that makes just, sense. it, it just, it, they could have shaped this better. Anyway, but I, it did make money despite all, everything. They're like, it did make money because of all the behind the scene drama and her supposedly, and then everyone thinking that fucking Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine, but that didn't. I did not hear about that. You you didn't hear? Oh yeah, you're not in the. But yeah, that was a whole thing at at one of the premieres. It looked like in a camera that he accidentally spit uh, that he spit on Chris Pine, and people were thinking, "Is that is that real? Did he do that? Did he do that?" 
Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Is there a problem? What is Chris Pine doing to make Harry Styles angry? What is what is Harry Styles? Why is Harry? Yeah, he, Chris Pine fucking steals the movie. The best thing about it, I was charmed my, my pants, my charmed my pants off. Fucking great. And then he gets fucking stabbed by his fucking wife. That wasn't great. But uh, I did like his wife yelling at her. Excuse me. He has brought us here into his home, his community, and you treat you bring him. You take we come to your house and you insult him or you know all that. So it makes you stuff. wonder if um if the wife was the one who was really in charge of the simulation Probably. to begin with. Probably. But we don't know. But that was also and, unanswered, yeah. And the Chris Pine character was just, you know, her arm candy and she wants to be the wife of an important man instead of having to Yeah, but that was also maybe, not clear. And maybe the, yeah, up. maybe that's her You could have had a couple of we could have had at least one scene where that could have been clarified, but there's a lot of unclarified or narrative. Wife, uh, or did the wife like, want out of the simulation as well? And we that's how know. you get, and that's how you would do it. It's like once you, and oh, she also, because when that happens, when they, when Florence Pugh finds out what everything is, she gets really fucking pissed off, and you, you stupid man, and then stabs him, which makes me think that he made a mistake that he shouldn't have and he was like the more of the she was the brains and he was more of the fucking spokesman dickhead Could thing. Could be. I would have I would like to I would have liked to know that. that too. But yeah. The stuff that wasn't on the nose was completely like I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, some of it was getting a little weird for the sake of weird. And the, and, and there's only, only so uh, there's only a handful of people that can pull that off and make it fun, and only one I really love. So there's only you know there's anyway. So, but it just doesn't. It just yeah. It, uh, a real disappointment. Low three stars. Very low three stars. I almost want to put it two and a half, but it since it shot so well, since it's acted so well, since mm-hmm. it's so yeah, I really did feel like I was in fifth. At 1956 for the first, like, 36 minutes of this movie. Yeah. And the first 36 movies uh, minutes are fucking establishing and interesting and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then and then once it starts getting into her doing dream sequences and then putting a wrap around her fucking yeah, head for no reason. Not and... real. I mean, I get the point of, like, feeling suffocated. suffocated. But yeah. that seemed... And then the... why There are some interesting images of that. I've mm-hmm. never seen Owen wrap her fucking face up in, that, in a wrap like that, and that's not happened. Tim Simmons, another great improv guy, plays the fucking uh, psychiatrist doctor yeah, who fucks with his... Creepy. He's very, very creepy in this. I like seeing a little bit of Dita Von Teese. Yeah. She was great. She was great. And I can't believe they actually they got her. Yeah. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, over, overall, a, a real sad disappointment. I really was not, I mean, but uh, we heard it was such horrible. We th- we, it's not, as I wrote in my letterbox review, it's not as bad as people were saying, and it's not as great as fucking stands of Florence Pugh and Harry Styles are saying it is. It's just, it's pretty middling. Yeah, middling. Uh, uh, bordering on fairly disappointing. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you very much. I just want to let you know that I like 
this. I like the podcast. It's very nice. Thank you for listening. Next time that you're in New York, we'll have a good time and we'll just see a nice lady. We'll go to the bookstore. We'll read about Mahler and then I'll have sex with your daughter. Anyway, that's weird. I'm glad I'm going to cut this part out. Or am I? Ew. Disgusting. What do you then? What do we do then? I don't know. I, I love that voice. It's such a terrible <laughs> voice. It's like, why can't I'm on a roller coaster of love with a person that's younger than me? I'm getting out of this relationship. Alrighty, uh, <laughs> I'm not a good, uh, I'm not good with, uh, I'm, I'm a fair voice. I'm not. I'm getting out of this relationship. No. Uh, <laughs> All right, one more, one more try. What a, I'm getting out of this relationship. This was a weird movie. No, that didn't sound like anything like me. Now I'm just no, doing voices no. now. This is nice. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I've been Michael Benson. And I'm Miranda Mohan. Okay. And uh, we'll hear from you next time. Hear from you? Will I hear from you? Will I hear from you? Yeah, hopefully we'll get some I will hopefully make sure that we can do all this when these come out. I will will put my email, a business email. You want a business email? Well, why don't we just do like an Instagram like normal people? I like doing business emails. Makes me feel professional. That sounds good. <laughs> Makes you feel, yeah, you're very professional. I like saying words that, are, that have not become words yet. Anyway, uh, have a wonderful uh, night, day, morning, whenever you're listening to our filthy voices. My filthy voice. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye.